Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at Sears Import. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Good morning. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Good morning, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. <laughs> My talk went on set one. Moving right along. <laughs> oh. oh. Poor Wilfred, I'm, he passed this he last did. year. He was in he the did. end memoriam. Yeah. Oh, the Oscars. right. Way to bring it down, Don. Way to bring it down. Mm. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, you Kenny. You played it, Jace. I know. <laughs> 
George W. Bush is here, former President George W. Hi, George. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, George. <laughs> it cracks me up. He's so fun. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, George. Oh, uh, you a painter. Did you see CBS Sunday Morning? Oh, I saw all of the... I saw... I watched all of his press appearances. If you guys haven't... Look, let me say this. I didn't agree with most of dude's policies. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I'm with Kenny. There is something... So very, thank you, Kenny. He, there is something affable about him. Yeah. And I, I, I go back to what... You know, I don't know if people remember this. I should probably do a rabbit hole about this. No joke. People credit the Oprah Winfrey show with turning the election toward George W. in 2000. Really? I didn't know that. Yes. uh, Maybe I will do it as a rabbit hole because Oprah had rarely stepped into politics. And in 2000, that season, she decided to have both Al Gore and George W. on the Oprah Winfrey show. And youngins forget how influential. I mean, that was really kind of at the height of the power of the Oprah Winfrey show. I mean, it actually exceeded that. But um, we're talking six, eight million viewers. And Al Gore came across Wooden and uh, did not come across. Thank you, Kenny. And it shocked everybody because, you know, Oprah's. Uh, ideals and and uh, policy uh, likes probably align more with Mr. Gore, and then George W. came on that show and was beyond likable. And like Oprah said it. Cough syrup or something. He was yes, just all, he was. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll do a rabbit hole and play some clips. But uh, anyway, so uh, you George, put food on your family. There that's right. So many lines from him. The internet's. Yeah, <laughs> there was just so internet's. Many goofy, funny lines. And we can't forget this either. I'm George W. Bush. And I approve this message. In fact, I think it is awesome. (laughs) How you doing, America? I hope you're enjoying the freedoms and liberties that we as Americans enjoy. As you well know, ever since I took office, well, things have been really, really bad. (laughs) Will Ferrell, you caught me mending my fences. That's right. Oh, Will. One of the best uh, SNL uh, uh, presidential impersonations oh, yeah. ever, yeah. Uh, continuing, continuing our conversation about the Oscars, Kenny was bringing up, you know, the ratings came out. Um, it was, I mean, not even being dramatic, disaster. Disaster. The fact that it was below $10 million, that is beyond. That is a 58 to 59% decline from last year. And and Kenny, to reestablish, you guys were talking on the podcast on Garage Logic about like why and what's the answer. Yeah. There, there is really no easy answer. We, we were discussing before the break. It, it is a lack of quote unquote mainstream movies that everyone's rooting for. Yep. Uh, but again, to acknowledge the irony, <laughs> the movies have never been more accessible to everybody. They're on Hulu, Netflix. You can go home today and see them all. Um, and also, you know, the pandemic, our viewing habits have changed. Also, uh, award shows ratings have been in decline for a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard. Well, and then here's the final thing that we brought up right that. before. 
We do not want that. I, I'm sorry. I even if it, and I, I'll leave Kenny out of this. I think Alexis, Dawn. I think the uh, another piece of irony is I think the three of us probably agree with most of the things said at the Academy Awards. I don't want to hear it. No, I don't. Mm. I Mm-mm. oh, I just like completely turn tune out. It's so boring. I I already know where I stand on all this stuff. You're not going to convince anybody, and it's no. very preachy. Yeah. Um, you know, even I. This is going to make me sound really bad. But Tyler Perry's super, super long speech, like it was a commencement speech when he got the humanitarian award. I did love the message, but it could have been one minute. And it was like oh, eight really? minutes because he wants, that... he wants to, you know, bring people together where it's like you shouldn't hate anybody. And I agree with that. But it was too long. It really was. That's the that only was time the I... one positive takeaway that yeah. I've been hearing from other people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe even, say that's the one even thing. Even my grumpy old friend Joe thought, oh, this Tyler Perry guy is the greatest guy in the whole world. He's yeah. so cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, the only time <laughs> no, the show it's appropriate humanitarian award. Can I get a witness, yeah. please? <laughs> no, I know. I... I love that you have a different opinion, Don. I loved the message. It just needed to be, we need some brevity here. We're already so bored. And it was three-fourths of the way through the Oscars. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes, I know, I know. (laughs) To put a bow on this, I mentioned uh, a statistic that I saw that hits this, knocks it home, knocks it out of the park. They... Uh, an Oscar producer insider, I actually think it's just one of the Oscar producers from years past. They ordered up, well, let's be clear, ABC always orders up what's called a minute by minute. And what that is, is what you think it is. It is a breakdown of the entire three, four hour broadcast. And the network can see minute by minute when they lose viewers. So you can pinpoint and for several years, not just thousands, not just tens of thousands, almost a million people, the minute a star would start getting on a soapbox, remote controls, remote controls, everyone, everyone, not everyone, a vast chunk of the Mm -hmm. audience would break off like an iceberg or a glacier. And because you know why? Someone tweeted me this yesterday, and it's so simple, but it's the truth. The Oscars are an escape, or they should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? People used to come to the Oscars for the glitz and the glamour, and the and it is a three-hour escape, and it's aspirational. Ooh, look at Julia Roberts, and uh, ooh, look at look at Denzel, and, and look at Viola. It's not an escape anymore. Mm-hmm. And people, we are so inundated. The culture, we are so, especially the last few years, we are so inundated with reality. It, 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 the Oscars provides none of the escape that it used to. Mm -hmm. And I think that bothers people. I think, and I know these are serious times, but everybody needs a respite. And mm-hmm. you can't rely on that with the Oscars anymore, and that pisses people off. So well, it also seems really congratulatory with all these people who are making millions and millions of dollars when there's some people, you know, just trying to make it every day, yeah, to get food on the table. So it, it in some ways, it feels it's not aspirational as much anymore as it's just, uh, it's just more irritating. I think about my dad too. He'll ask, "Oh, was this? Oh, dad, you should watch this movie." He's like, "Was it nominated for any awards?" And I'll go, "Yeah, it was." You'll, you know, and he'll go, "Nope, not into it." Oh, and I wonder, 
many. He's like, it was nominated for something. I'm gonna hate it. I'm like, right. okay, oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean speaks. it's extreme, and he's you know he's being a little facetious, but at the same time, he a lot of these awards, especially because there's so much variety now. Before, when you think about the options that people had, whether it was at the movie theater or at the rental place or what's showing on TV, it was a limited amount of options. Now, with the options that everyone's watching, no one's going to agree. Yeah. And to try to be inclusive at the same time, it's just, it's a hard task. You can't yeah. win. Yeah. It's and like, you're going to miss people. Yep. 7.15, when we come back. Uh, well, speaking of all of this, I have uh, thought this was going to be delightful. I can't wait. <laughs> Dawn basically watched every Oscar-nominated yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to get her take. It. Yeah, exactly, when we return. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com life was a how was the movie how was the movie my big fat movie review Welcome back, and this is going to be a big old movie review. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Don McClain basically watched every Oscar-nominated movie, so we're going to talk about that. Don, take it away. Where do you, wherever you want to start? Well, I didn't watch all of them. <laughs> uh, I watched Nomadland, Pieces of a Woman, Promising Young Woman, United States versus Billie Holiday, Sound of Metal, and Mank. <laughs> Lex. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Nice. Lex. Lex. It sounds like she basically watched all of them. Except, but I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't watch Judas and the Black Messiah, The Father, Ma yeah. Rainey's Black Bottom, or Minari. You're right. You're okay, right. Okay, so let me. Well, you watch more than us. How about that? Okay, yeah. I tried to cram three in this last weekend. Um, yeah. So I want to start with. I'll start with um, the worst. How about that? <laughs> okay, yeah. let's do that. Um, I love that. I thought I was going to love this because I'm obsessed with Orson Welles. I've read a couple of books on him. Um, and I thought I was going to love Mank. Uh, oh. I turned it off halfway through. You turned what? Really? Wait, wait. Mank. What did you? Phil Jones did too, and you know I never agree with him. But yeah, unpaid I, researcher Phil Jones turned it off. It was, it was. Why? Oh my gosh! I felt like I had to do all this research, just like Phil, during the movie. I was like, oh my gosh, who is that? How many books did Upton Sinclair? Uh, why is oh, this? No, no, why, no. Who is this person in in Hollywood history? Um, okay, and then I was trying to connect them to. Mank was writing about all of these um, in in Citizen Kane. He cast basically all the big studio people in the movie as other characters like uh, Louis B. Mayer and things like that. But then I, I just felt like I had to do too much research. I will say that it is a beautiful movie. It's as far as like uh, cinematography goes. Oh, my gosh. It, you can't even believe that it's not an old movie. Um, Gary Oldman is amazing. But I, I got bored and I was like, all right, uh, Amanda Seyfried does not need to be nominated as Best Supporting Actress. There are so many other people in these other movies that deserve that. So mm. I turned it off halfway through. Oh. Um, okay, so now I'm going to go on to, um, I think, oh, gosh. I mean, between between Pieces of a Woman and this movie were my favorite. Um, United States versus Billie Holiday is fantastic. Really? Andra Day. Oh. Let me just play you a clip. If you don't know what she's... This is her voice, not Billie Holiday. There ain't nothing I can do or nothing I can say that folks don't criticize me Can you believe that? That's unbelievable. Wow. She, this is her first movie role. Because she's the one that sings Rise oh. Up. You know that song that you yeah. yeah. hear yes. all the time? Yeah. She looks like her. She sounds like she her. Does. her. Her acting performance is outstanding. Dawn, what aspect of Billie Holiday's life? I mean, obvi- the, the, mm-hmm. the title kind of gives it away, gives away the game. But what, what, what does it focus on, Dawn? Oh, my gosh. I had no idea that she was persecuted by uh, the federal government. They were hunting her down because she sang a song called Strange Fruit, which was about lynching black people. And they tried to stop her from singing that song because they said it was... Um, creating this coup and that people were rising up 
against the government about it. And so yeah. it was really, I mean, that is a good movie. I had no idea about that history with her. So I would say if you're going to watch anything, watch that. It is She was fantastic. particularly poorly treated in the South and in New York City. Yes. A lot of the jazz musicians were really, really poorly treated bad in New York City. Ironically, they could go hmm. to Paris in Europe and be yeah. treated like kings. Yeah. But then they'd come back here and get the boot on the throat once again. Oh, my uh, gosh. And, and Billy was, uh, she's my favorite. I've got everything she's ever done. I've read everything there is to read about her. And that lady's voice, that actress's voice, wow. That's dangerously close to Billy's cr- voice. And, dangerously And the close. acting performance, because yeah. she ha- also struggled with um, heroin. Yeah. And they would plant it on her to arrest oh. her. It was crazy. Right. So, you guys, it's on Hulu for free. Watch it. Oh, yeah. okay. you got to watch this. You're going to be blown away by Andrew Day. She should have won Best Actress. The United States versus Billie Holiday. Yes. Let's do this. Because I, I, I know Lex is probably with me. I want to talk about Sound of Metal. You mentioned yes. it a little bit yesterday. Um, the the other one, Dawn, that you said he loved. A woman. Um, oh, Pieces of a Woman. Pieces of a Woman. Let's do that after Would You Rather. So our post-Oscar extravaganza continues. Uh, but before we take a very small break, this is... Is your last chance. I don't know. I don't know what I need to do. I mean, I don't know if I need to come personally to your house and, and sign you up myself, but this is your last chance, everyone, to register for my talk listener rewards for this month because there are fabulous prizes like a Weeping Willow Acres trip. That's right. You can go to Weeping Willows. Uh, Acres, My Talks Micro One Room Makeover, gift cards to Caribou, Bachman's, Aveda, and more. Wash that hair, girl, with Aveda. Sign up for... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All of you greasy-haired people out there. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, go to MyTalk1071.com <laughs> to sign up. Would You Rather is next. It's Oprah. She is so wise. Out of context. I'm not lesbian. I'm not even kinda lesbian. That was Oprah. Did she really say that? Out of context. There we go. She's not even kinda lesbian. Is that whenever people said that Gail was her girlfriend? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Just because Lex loves it and it makes Lex smile, here's one more for you. It's Oprah. She is so wise. Out of context. Up their butts. That was Oprah. Did she really say that? Out of context. There we go. Jason Jason and Alexis in the morning. Those are the early years of Oprah. (laughs) Those those are before she found her spirit. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Jason and Alexis uh, in the morning. Uh, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything would you rather. It's time to make a choice. Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? Okay. Don't forget you can now watch Would You Rather on our My Talk YouTube channel and please subscribe because every time you do, B. Arthur gives us a shiny nickel. Uh huh. Nice. Mm hmm. Shiny nickel. I still think we should get rid of pennies, but that's a whole other topic for conversation. We don't think we should have pennies. Oh, 
my app just went. Did I pay my bill? Oh, there it is. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Would you rather sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? Oh, buy stuff. Oh, yeah. Goodbye stuff. Oh, yeah. All kind of my a possessions. When you think about it, right? Yes. Oh. Bye, kidney. <laughs> you want your lightsabers? Uh, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You ain't touching my lightsabers, biatch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Will I appear slimmer? Bye slim. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bye kid. Bye spleen. What would he? You really need that. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bye gallbladder. Uh, no, it's just what tiny. Go appendix. Oh well, you have. Um, what do we have? Two lung, maybe livers. Yeah, we have two livers, right? I think two livers. No, wow, this, two this is why. No, two no, we have two kidneys. kidneys. We don't have two. Yeah, we only have, have one, one kidney. Yeah, we only have Kenny, one. Why liver. are you just shaking your head and laughing? He's he's realizing why we all do radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and not physicians. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, lightsabers, things I don't need. Bye-bye, Mr. Melancholy. Oh, my gosh. He would just get rid of that. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Saturdays would be very different for us, but okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I've got tractors. I've got tractors and equipment. I'm not getting rid of that. I got boats and pontoons. That's not going. Snowmobiles. Thank you. you I didn't tell you. What? I acquired another Johnson over the weekend. Uh, Oh, (laughs) we knew you. It was on the docket. It happened, huh? He sure did. He sure did acquire another Johnson. Get ready, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer the five horse, but that's fine. Oh, my God. Uh The faster, the better. (laughs) That's well, it depends how much I've had to drink. So two and two, the women are are uh, getting rid of their belongings. Kit and oh, yeah. Kenny and I are getting rid of our organs. <laughs> I love it. That's our show. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, oh okay. Hmm. Would you rather be mortal on an immortal planet, hmm. or be immortal on a mortal planet? Hmm. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so go to Krypton. in the body we have now, or can we pick who we are. Okay, Lex, you're Too killing me, girl. Questions. You're killing me, baseball jersey. Okay, I don't immortal, know. immortal in a mortal world. You want to be Superman? Yeah, I want to be in Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> you guys remember reading that book as a kid? Being yeah. in a material mortal world. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, maybe if I went to Krypton and I was the one, the only one that could die, they would all pamper me and take care of me. So I'll do that. Oh, you'll be like a precious. Oh, I see. Be like, don't let her die. She's so special. (laughs) She's so precious. (laughs) Right, because you're the different one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kenny is look at Kenny. Kenny is really thinking about this. Oh. Oh. I was actually He's thinking uh, about his Johnson motor. Come I on missed now. the so question. I. I was thinking about where I'm going to mount that four and a half horse Johnson. No. Oh, is it not actually usable? It's for art. Is that the no, like the other ones? No, it's going on the back of. Uh, I haven't decided Me. which. Oh. Which boat. <laughs> Dirt, it? SS Jason. SS Jason. It's called Andy. 
the SS Lance to Haviland Colby. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, shiver me timbers. Oh, hoy, <laughs> oh, that engine. Uh, there's, there's one term you should be familiar with if this is the road or the uh, creek you're going down. Um, most of there's two different varieties of uh, of outboard Johnsons you can get. You can get long shaft or mm-hmm. short that shaft. One. Uh, uh, the, the, which one? This, the one I got over the weekend, a short shaft, Jason. Just to, that's to fine. That's fine. You know, that's fine. It's, you know, it's girthy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Coke can? Yeah. Look at Lexus. Would you rather? <laughs> you dirty bird. I know. Again, she can that's, say every, that's her every, real joke. She can geez. say anything. Everybody, everybody, again, Alexa, everyone's like, oh, she's like Bambi. So she is as pure as the driven snow. You and Don and Kenny, you guys are just perverts. Yeah, I used to get you emails just dirty when I first birdies. started that oh, said you yes. brought the broadcast down oh, with yeah. your filthy you mouth. Did? Oh, yeah. people were calling her a heathen. They were yeah. like, oh, you, you are she, too nasty. You are just a hooker. It was only a couple of very (laughs) prude people. Okay, here we go. Wait, did we answer the other one? I have no idea. I don't even know what the question was. was I don't either. Oh, no. no. I'll be... Uh, I'll I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll I'll be immortal. (laughs) I'll be... I'm with Alexis. I'll be immortal on a mortal planet. Yeah. Yeah. Our final one today. Okay. Would you rather... (laughs) Never wash your sheets ever, ever again. Uh-oh. Uh. Or only be able to shower once every three weeks. Once every three weeks. Uh, oh, my the hair. sheets. The sheets thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, the sheets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because yeah. I would, my head would be so itchy. Oh, I gotta wash my hair. You could just pile on more sheets or blankets. Yeah. So you can do that. Yeah, we're going to go with dirty sheets forever. <laughs> we want to shower. Yeah, I want to shower. I'll do sheets. I'll sleep on the floor when it comes to it. Yeah, I'm not doing well, that. You're showering every day, your, your, your sheets you're clean. get real nasty. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you're going to sweat, but still. I hope you're happy with your choice. Would you rather? This has been Would You Rather. Tuesday means we're talking to our friend Liz, and it also means it's your chance to ask Liz whatever question you want. You know she is wise. You know she is our Yoda. Do you have a life question that you want some advice about? Go ahead. You'll see the post on our social networks on my talk. Just search for my talk on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. And let us know your questions for Liz. We will talk to Liz on the other side of this. Should have seen just what this and now on Jason and Alexis in the morning... A message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. Wet your whistle. Wet your whistle with the wet, wonderful colors of Lip Quencher. There's no lipstick quite like Lip Quencher. Created by Chapstick, drenched with moisturizers, so your lips feel as good as they look. Lip Quencher. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show.
We're right here, Rocco. We can hear everything you're saying. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world, around the globe on our My Talk app. It is time for Tuesdays with Liz. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. She's a sweetie. I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning, like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. (laughs) And it is time to say hello to Liz. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) Good morning. How you doing on this Tuesday? Oh, so far, I'm very well. (laughs) Oh, good. The day's still young, right, Liz? (laughs) Yes. That's right. You never know. You never know, especially when you work with Kenny, Liz. Things can just take a turn at any moment. (laughs) Hi, Liz. Good morning. Hi. How are you? We were talking talking earlier, Liz. uh, We played that Would You Rather game that we played with you one time, and we asked the question, would you sell all of your possessions or sell all of your organs? Or not all of your organs. One of your (laughs) organs. No, well, just yeah, I don't know well, about that. Yeah, I don't know. Forget it, Liz. Uh, only one. And Kenny and I li- listen to the breakdown, Liz. Kenny and I were keeping our possessions and selling uh, like a, a, one of our organs, and the ladies are selling all of their possessions. Keeping our organs. <laughs> yep. And, what would you keep- do, Liz? Well, I'll tell you, I, I may sell one of my organs if it's important to somebody else that needs it. Oh, <laughs> now see? She's so sweet. Kenny, Aww. Liz is, again, proving they she's a better person. I know. <laughs> Liz, we were, Kenny just didn't want to get rid of any of its boats, Kenny, or yeah. Liz. Yeah. I got some cool toys, Liz. I don't want to sell that stuff. <laughs> well, I don't blame you, Kenny. I wouldn't want to either. <laughs> well, per usual. Yeah. Per Per usual, Liz, we have some questions from my talkers. Take it away, Lex. Yes, I love this question from Dolly. She wants to know, Liz, did you ever break curfew or sneak out of the house? (laughs) And was there a certain place you and your friends like to hang out? Uh, I hate to tell you, folks, but I never did. (laughs) You never did. I never did. Well, it's not too late. Do it now. (laughs) Do it tonight. You can sneak out. Take off. Take off, hoof it, hit the road. Yeah, <laughs> Kenny said tonight. it's not too late, Liz. You 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 can still sneak out in the middle of the night if you want, Liz. <laughs> okay, give me permission. I appreciate that. No problem. We'll come pick you up. Where do you want to go? Exactly. Uh, I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> Here's a good question from Stephanie. She says, hey, Liz, what would you tell your 18-year-old self or any younger member of the listening audience? What would I tell myself? Yeah, when you were 18. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I probably would say, you know, I wonder if I'm ever going to get anywhere with my life. Oh my gosh! But that's interesting. But but Liz, that's interesting that you said that with the younger to younger listeners. Is that also a a matter of don't stress out if at eighteen you don't know what you want to do? Well, that's in a way that is because you know that's the age that you're truly trying to figure out where. What am I good at? You know, what are Mm -hmm. my talents? Um. How can I be a better person? Yeah. How? Can, what kind of questions? You know, I have so many questions about life, and I don't know if I can answer them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. 
But mm-hmm. you're always working towards that. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great, great advice. Yeah, because yeah. I think, Liz, don't you think, I, I think people in that age, and I think especially more now, they put so much pressure on themselves, uh, especially when they look at other friends and they compare themselves to, oh, well, my friend's making such and such amount and has had this job. When you're 18, 19, 20, and even into your mid-20s, you, you give yourself a break. It's still time to figure out what you're doing, right, Liz? Well, you, I hope you, I. I hope I could have, but I came from a family with very, very intelligent people. Mm. I mean, they were very talented and all that, and I always felt I was the low guy on the totem pole, <laughs> you know, and oh, I yeah. couldn't measure up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you Did you feel that yeah. pressure, Liz, within your own family? Yes, I did, because my dad had an IQ of 160. Oh, he was a genius. Oh. And I always felt very, very stupid around him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I could never measure up. Both my mother and brothers were very talented artists and creative, and I wasn't. And so I always felt like that I was going to disappoint people. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Your yes. dad Your dad was a literal genius. Yes, he really was. I mean, he was a civil and chemical engineer, and he graduated from the university of Wisconsin when he was 20 years old. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Wow. He he graduated from high school when he was 14. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Did he, I mean, was it outward? I mean, I don't mean to get too far down the, the hole with this, but... Did he did he make you feel that way, or did you th- do you think it was, it was uh, me that made me feel that yeah. way? Because he never never uh, pushed me, and he was always very kind to me. But you know, when you know somebody that's that brilliant, you do mm. feel, oh my God, how could I ever do anything like that? <laughs> yeah, that's so and true. then I had two very creative people, you know, my brother and mother, and I never could. Uh, you know, they more, but the problem was that every time I tried to do something, I couldn't do it because they were doing it. You know, they were like, I wasn't supposed to compete with them. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow. Yeah. Are you, is your brother older than you? No, we were twins. Oh, oh wow. That's right. Oh is that something gosh. you ever, is that something ah. you ever get over, Liz? Is that something that you, even to this day you work through? Well, I had to work through it because, you know, otherwise I wasn't going to be able to function on any level. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, <laughs> because I'd be too afraid, I, you know, that somebody else would say, you can't do that. I can do it better than you can. Yeah. <laughs> and then you found your talent in teaching and uh, inspiring people. Well, yeah, in people. a way, I, th- I found my life as a good listener. Sure. Mm. Uh, because... I mean, I... I became the person that people would come to because I would listen to them. And that's that's your emotional intelligence, which is uh, far more valuable than, I think, an IQ. Because I, people with high IQs sometimes cannot relate to other people. And, you know... That's very true. It's, it's more important to have compassion. Yep, yep. So... It's fascinating. We do, do we have one more question? Yeah, we do. Actually, this will be a quick one, uh, I think. <laughs> Kathy wants okay. to know, hey, Liz, do you like gardening? I never really had a chance to do much gardening. Um, uh, the only gardening I ever did was uh, pull the weeds around our house 
and uh, <laughs> mow the lawn. That's about the extent of my gardening. <laughs> I hear you, Liz, on that Sounds one. like me. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like me. Yeah, that's... Uh, I one yeah. time killed a cactus. Make <laughs> spray well, bottle every well, other week. Not. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's talent right there, Liz, when you kill a yeah. cactus that doesn't need water. Yeah. 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 Well... Liz, as always, it was a pleasure. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Okay. Well, you all have a good week, too. Bye-bye, Liz. Bye-bye. My goodness. Yeah. Again, every yeah. every week we learn something. I'm sorry, Lexi. It's, it's, so, it's so true. That's just a testimony to the, you know, little Jason, little Kenny, little Don, little Alexis always lives inside of us. Yeah. And we're always, always. Bat- yeah. battling or, or celebrating, depending on, you yeah. know. Never goes what away. What happened in our experiences. Right, yeah, that's right. so true, Lex. Wow. Yeah. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Alexis is ready to tell you if your day is going to be crappy. 651-641-1071. We're looking for two people to get their stick red when we return.